Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Wonderful Deva Pramal and meeting with Manos who greeted us with that amazing music. So it is 2014, it is a new year, and I am very happy to be back on the air after a couple week hiatus. I'm broadcasting from St. Louis via the internet, and we had in some places 12 inches of snow, but in most it was around 10 or 11 inches of snow. School was supposed to start three days ago. It is off again tomorrow, and kids are happy. (laughs) You can imagine the parents. At any rate, it's all good, and it's all part of the changes that we're going to be hearing about with my guest Beatrix Quintana tonight. She's a gifted astrologer. She's a gifted tarot reader. She has so many talents. I could go on and on. The one that many of us know her um, by is her moon book, and we are going to be hearing about living by the light of the moon and how to manifest with the moon and what 2014 holds for us. Um, And I'll be bringing her on in just a moment, but I do want to mention that Spirit Seeker Magazine is the sponsor of this show. We do accept advertisers now that we're into 2014, so if you would like information on how to support this show and promote your events, all you have to do is call 636-530-7579. We also have a sacrosanct email list that will then give you an email four or five days before the radio show letting you know who the guest is and also uh, about other Mind, Body, Spirits events. Mind, Body, Spirit events happening nationally and internationally. So all you have to do is send an email to info at spiritseeker.com and you will be added to our list. Okay, commercials and announcements out of the way. Beatrix, welcome, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I was it, just getting muted. Oh, I heard no. Nate mute me or something. Or am I on? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yay. So, so we're seven years into this new year. woo This year is pretty intense, I'll tell you. Yes. So let's talk about this with the new moon being on January 1st, with this grand tri- a grand cross in the sky and another one coming. What does What is going on? I mean, Earth changes what? I think so. Uh, no. Well, the thing is, is that you've got to look at all these 
Grand Crosses are going to turn into uh, trines by the end of the week, so we'll have some blessings coming. But all of these Grand Trines, I mean not Grand Trines, these Grand Crosses and the um, oppositions that are happening are all in service to us getting out of resistance and moving towards transformation. And the harder you hold on to the way things, you know, um, the way things uh, used to be, the worse your life is going to get. So, so the I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. 2013, though, we talked about flowing with things because of the water. Well, no, there's a lot of flow if you let go. Okay. There's no flow if you don't let go because <laughs> then you can't float down the river, right? Right. So, and there's still a lot of water energy. There's a lot of feminine energy because still most of the planets are in um, either earth or water signs, so that brings in the feminine. But as you bring in the feminine back into the place where it belongs, what are you going to get? You're going to get resistance from the energy fields that no longer, you know, can hold back the feminine, i.e. the patriarchy. So you've got Saturn... You know, and this last last year was ruled, the number six is ruled by Jupiter, which is all about unconditional love. This year is ruled by Saturn, the entire year. So Saturn is the great teacher, and how do we learn on Earth? We learn through resistance. So now the water and the feminine is here to teach you how to flow through resistance or flow beyond resistance and so if you allow yourself the privilege of doing that and become more and more aware of what is it that you are resisting or holding back on you know then you're going to miss the opportunity to flow down the river do you understand i do and saturn is if i remember correctly is the slowest moving of all the planets no, we have a lot. Saturn takes 30 years to go around your chart. And it's in Scorpio right now, which deals with transformation and death and taxes and money and sex and uh, creative power So and shared resources. So it's in there, you know, trying to teach people to transform all those aspects. So you have to see, okay, out of sex, death, money, taxes, legacies, what are you holding on to? You holding on to your money? I mean, I just had a brother in a coma, you know, and so I had to go through um, allowing that to be okay, that if he went in a coma and he uh, transformed onto the other side rather than trans formed back to living that um, because he was at a choice point which way is he going to go right 
And he did come back, so that was kind of interesting. You look so much like your brother, too. It's like... Oh, he, yeah, we kind of look like twins. It, yes, it's uncanny. He lo- he lo- he's lost a lot of weight, so he looks really good. But <laughs> anyway, so there's a definite sim- similarity. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gl- so glad he's okay. Yeah, I mean, well, he's still very weak. He caught a very strange bacteria. But you have to understand with all the, you know, solar rays and all the snow melting from the North Pole and the South Pole, there's a lot of um, viruses and bacteria that have been locked up in time zones that are now free-flowing out there. So, and viruses' purpose, if it does enter your body, is to have you advance to a new level. So, we just have to look at everything that's going on right now as being a part of a recalibration of our whole entire being, our whole inner working of our soul, our whole way of relating, our, you know, every aspect is getting um, redesigned, recalibrated, so that we can accept the bliss and move towards uh, living a happier life that uh, that lets us be truthful, that lets us feel free. But in order to feel freedom, you first have to feel where you don't feel free. And so most many of you, with the way the new moon in Capricorn on the first day, that was like, oh, my God, yippee-skippy, we're so excited we have a new moon in Capricorn, but we forgot to look at that that new moon was exactly on the same degree as Pluto. <laughs> Pluto, the dominating factor of transformation and, um, you know, keeping things in a, uh, a, a, a an allowing of the underworld aspects of you to come forward. So that new moon was was like a huge purification, and it was that that ten degrees Capricorn was da- uh, directly connected, you know, on a on a polarity uh, to Pluto. So you had Pluto and um, Jupiter on this teeter totter, and Jupiter is saying. Ooh, yippee skippy, life's full of abundance, expansion. And then you have the other side of the teeter totter going, contract, contract, resist, go down inside yourself. Hold on to what you know. Tradition is the answer. And so it's just been quite an an astrological roller coaster. Wow. You know, but. Until we begin to, last year was the year of acceptance, a new world will bring us, you know, the thousand years of peace, a sense of personal freedom, co-creation, all those wonderful things. Um, we have to, we have to be able to accept uh, the 
that there, in order to get there, we will have to awaken to new ideas and new ways of doing things. Well, and it just feels like a lot is um, being aware that we're all so interconnected. Oh, well, that's for sure. You know, you look that's at... That's all going to happen, and I mean, that's, you know, we have the Internet to thank for that. I mean, that's actually been the tool that has allowed us, you know, to really feel and and heal by um, the connection of allness that occurs by, um, you know, being able to work in cyberspace and feel that freedom of being connected to all of it. Right. So So there's a lot happening. I mean, it's, it's all about transformation. And, you know, Saturn rules the mind. And the Mayans said, we're not, in order for us to move into the new realms that they predicted, um, we had to let go of our mind. And how many of you are invested in your mind? Because when we were, for the last 75,000 years, living in the age of reason, you know, um, ruled by logic... The mind had its heyday, but it's done, it's complete, it's in perfect order. But yet, in order to jump into co-creation and living a fully spiritual life, your mind has to get out of the way. Or the mind that you have, you know, deemed as smart or as cunning or as, you know, uh, academically sound, so now we're going into knowledge and rather than thinking and the knowledge comes directly from our experience not from how many facts we can gather or how many research projects we can do to prove ourselves right all of that is going bye bye wow so in order then, to get there you have to get into beingness and and that beingness comes from living in the moment. If you go backwards, you go into the mental storage bins of previous experiences, which could be positive or negative. And if you forge forward, you get into a lot of fear of the unknown. So that takes a lot of faith to live in the moment. But in the moment, you don't have fear. <laughs> right. You know, so. I can remember watching this um, this show after the Bernie Madoff disaster, and I don't know, I was flipping through channels and wound up uh, with this interview of this lady who, you know, lost most of her money, and she was just in a total panic every day, just a panic. Right. And then one day she said, do I have a roof over my head? Do I have food in my refrigerator? Yeah. And, and she said, all of a sudden I realized, okay, it's okay. It's okay right now. And then she wrote this whole book on my fear of being a bag lady because that was her biggest fear is that she was going to go from this huge abundance that she had that she invested, lost, and then here she was thinking she was going to be a bag lady. Well, she was on this show talking about her new book, My Fear of Being a Bag Lady, and all the things uh. that she went through it from, you know, the whole spectrum. And finally she's like, this is it. I have today. I, you know, I'm, I'm in this moment. That's it, and in this moment, she has food in the refrigerator, and she has a bed to sleep in. 
So right. it's all there. That is a good way to get to the moment is to report what's real in the moment. You know, my feet are on the ground. I'm, you know, in my home. I'm sitting here on the radio with one of my favorite people. You know, you just go report yeah. the moment and you'll find your joy. You know, I think Byron Katie more than... Um you know, I, I've studied a lot of different people and teachers and write, you know, every week I'm reading at least one or two books because of this radio show on the magazine, which is a great gift. But I'll never forget when, you know, Byron Katie's four simple questions, you know, to really look at your mind. Is it true? Is this really true that, you know, you have nothing, you know, or that, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. But it, it really goes uh, in her her website, by the way, you can just go to thework.com, and she has a series of four questions that can really trigger you to look at your mind and what you've programmed in, which, you know, you were talking about so much of the old thinking has to go. I mean, that's part of the, that's part oh. of the new paradigm, right? Yeah, I'd really like to know what those four questions are. I mean, it's very important for us to open to that idea because in the moment, it's uh you know it's 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 all okay it's just when we start projecting into the future all of our fears or going backwards into the past and we feel our grief or our guilt we're stuck in soul states and we're missing the whole purpose of life which is to live love Right. And that's what her, she calls it the um, the four questions by Byron Katie. I mean, she was so miserable. She was at a, a point in her life where she, everyone couldn't stand to be with her. She couldn't stand herself. And she was actually in some kind of a halfway house and living on a mattress in the attic because no one could stand to be around her. She was just such an angry, yeah. unhappy, miserable person. And she actually made friends with the cockroaches. And she thought, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this cockroach is actually, like, talking to me when no one else is. And so she came up with this, uh, she, she calls it the turnaround. She says, for example, your statement might, might be your name doesn't listen to me. So, um, like, so if you say, okay, Joe doesn't listen to me, just making this up. So the question number one is, is it true? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second one is, can you absolutely know that it's true? And the third yeah. one is, how, I know, it's like you have to really look at your mind. How do you react to what happens when you believe that thought? And then the final turnaround is, who would you be without that thought? If you could just let that thought go, who would you be? Uh, and it's like, it's powerful. It's what like, a great strip down. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's really, like, you know, with all the authority and all the programming in of, you know, um, I mean, I don't know, this holiday season more than any I was um, met with. You know, my stepson, who's now in his 30s, and I don't know, there are, because of my daughter, it's my daughter who's the catalyst for all this, she, she likes her mom and dad who have been divorced for over 20 years to somehow be, in, be at events together. So we did movies together, we did dinners together, we did all this. It was, it was fascinating, Beatrix, and, you know, but it was like, you know, the stepson who's now, I guess he's like in his late 30s, came to dinner and all of a sudden he's talking about things that my kids who are in their late 20s have no clue what he's talking about because, you know, he was nine, you know, when I married their father. So it was like all this past, present, future. And finally I took the whole conversation and went, okay, where does everybody want to go? You know, because we had so many young people. Yeah. And, um, but it's just fascinating to look at how much is programmed in from the stories of, mm-hmm. you know, religious indoctrination, et cetera, and how right. we can totally change it exactly 
Yep, in any given moment. Yeah. So what is the deal with Venus this month? Venus is... Oh, that's the challenge also. Okay, I know. I was like... Right. Not only... One of the things that makes the... You know, usually New Year's, the first month or two, it's always like, whoopee, whoopee, we have new, a clean slate, da-da-da-da-da. But the problem is, is that Venus is in Capricorn. Okay, now Capricorn's all about success and being practical and staying structured and, and um, you know, making sure you take care of your financial world and your before you go have fun, you know, that you pay your bills, you know, all those responsible things. Well, Venus is the antithesis of that. So here Venus, who is tra-la-la, you know, skipping through the tulips all around um, the astrology wheel, and when she lands in Capricorn, she is trapped. She can't have any fun. She has to learn to be practical. She can't spend money. You know, everything is all about, you know, where have you been responsible today? What have you done to be successful today? And here's Venus, who is all about art, beauty, love, Disneyland, um, you know, fun, 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 being social, being creative. Uh, let's dance, um, let's go shopping, let's look beautiful, let's, you know, all the fun stuff. So you have Venus sitting in the lap of, I call it, the old man, and she can't get anything going. So it creates what I call brat attacks, because the biggest psychological issue that Venus is in charge of is your need for immediate gratification. So however that plays out for you, so all of that immediate need for gratification is removed. It's like, oh, wow, I feel like doing this, and then you can't. Wow. You know, or, and so it creates this the aspect of the feminine, which is what I call the imperious aspect, which is, you know, becomes very demanding and wanting everything now, 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 and what's wrong with all of you? You can't listen to me. I'm, you know, I'm, I need my new outfit for the party tonight, and I need to go to that now. So that's the aspect of the Venus. And then... Um, she also then will play games, you know, of jealous, you know, creating jealous wars or playing people against each other. So there could be a jealous uproar or a competitive process, which makes everybody uncomfortable. But all that's going on, she can go sneak out and go shopping. Do you understand? Yes. So there's a whole. Um, a very, very difficult time. So she has a terrible time when she's in Capricorn and she has to do it every year or every every other year. Yeah, every year. So, but this time she got stuck in Capricorn and then she went retrograde. So when she goes retrograde, she has to go back through Capricorn and then when she goes 
when she's unread or goes direct, that'll be on the 30th, and she'll have to go through Capricorn. So she has to make three rounds through Capricorn. Generally, it's one round. So this so is all her, this month. Yeah, well, honey, not all this month, all next month and all of March. Oh, my goodness. You have a three-month sojourn. So I remember last summer when I started writing the moon book, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is going to happen with all of us when we enter the new year and we're, we have three months to wait till Venus is set free? So well, has, and... and- yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it, that the first day of January is the new moon in Capricorn, and the last day of January, the 30th, is the new moon in Aquarius. Yeah. Well, she at least goes out of retrograde on that day. But she still, once she goes out of retrograde, then she has to make her sojourn all the way back through Capricorn again. Wow. So it's a three-time deal. So you've got... You know, the other thing about Venus is that she's all about creativity. And so the best way to use this time is to uh, take the power of Saturn and do some research on uh, creative projects that you might like to participate in after you get free, you know, after it goes into Pisces. But that's not till the end of March. I think. Let me just check here. I mean, it's going to take a long time. So these first few months are a good first time. First month, few months, if in fact you are, you know, a party-hardy type person that really wants to have a good time. <laughs> oh, wait. Let's see. February. No, I was wrong. Oh, it goes out of red it goes out of retrograde on uh, it goes stationary on the 28th of February so we have still one more month it's Jupiter that stays retrograde so you have two of the Disneyland planets you know uh, Jupiter and, uh, and and Venus both retrograde even though Jupiter is exalted when it's in Cancer, so Jupiter doesn't have that bad of a retrograde. But, you know, you have love and conditional love with Jupiter and, and uh, Venus, so the love energy feels stuck. Um, at least the gusto of love, the, you know, that, the romance. Venus rules your romantic qualities. And... You're sitting in the lap of a man who is not romantic. <laughs> Gosh. You know, we've all been there. Yes. And who wants to be practical when you can <laughs> go have a new outfit? Do you understand? <laughs> I do. I do. So that and creates we... a damper on the year, but you've got to, it's just the beginning. So you've got to say, okay, this is happening in this moment. What do I need to do to build my personal self-esteem, my personal value? That would be Venus is always working on her value. How can I become, 
find my value through becoming practical. So it's a hard thing to do. I mean, every night at dinner, my father said he never regretted his extravagances and toasted to the meal. (laughs) That was his bon appetit. So it's hard for me to think about practicality when I was raised to be extravagant. Do you understand? I totally understand. So, and uh, there's, every person has an area where they, where they are, where they get touched with this. You know, whether it's sports or, you know, I mean, there's something everybody gets impulsive about. Right. So this is the looking, this time of the new year. Yeah. More than other, more than other new years where you have time to sit and really look at your mind. Yeah. And this is probably, you know, it's probably ultimately going to be good because we want to get the mind to move into a new direction you know, where it becomes embracing rather than separating. You don't want to separate your life through your thinking process. You want to bring it into allness through your knowing process. So we need to advance our minds. So there's a, there's a process that, you know, as the mind moves to the higher octave, um, maybe this is a gestation period and why... Venus has to be trapped in the old man's lap before uh, we can take off and have some fun. That's just funny. But, you know, yeah. we, have the, we have the Chinese New Year this month. Yeah, the Year of the Horse. Right, which it's, is movement. Movement. The wooden horse, which is really powerful. First of all, horse years are very um, good fortune-oriented. You've got Jupiter in Capricorn, which with Jupiter in Cancer, which is very um, good fortune oriented. It's um, you know it's exalted in there. So then you've got all this water energy, but the horse is a wood horse, and wood has the ability to contain water. So when water gets contained. You, have, you can build a magnetic field that can become quite receptive and your manifesting power will double. Um, so you have the exuberance of the horse and the ability to capture that exuberance um, through the water element and allow for it to um, become a pool of consciousness that will assist you in truly becoming receptive, which is the power of the feminine. So So we're going to do readings in just a few minutes, but I do want to talk about the full moon in Cancer that's coming up. Oh, okay. With all this this water, with all the, you know, Capricorn and Cancer being, you know, totally opposite on the astrological wheel, shall we say. And so... What do we have in store with Full Moon and Cancer? Wait a minute. Let me just turn in the book and look at the chart. I love your new book, by the way. Oh, um, thank you. When Beatrix says, let me look in the moon, it's the book that she created and birthed. It's Living by the Light of the Moon. This is the 2014 moon book. You can go to Beatrix.com, which is B-E-A-T-R-E-X.com. All the information is there. This is, I just think it's just beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. 
Yeah, I mean, each year it's always wonderful, but this year especially is just like, wow, look at this. One of the things that I really like that we added, let's see, what is the motivation is informed reflection. So if you allow yourself to be informed, you know, to accept what you're learning and reflect with it, then you will move beyond complacency. So that's one of the things that you want to look at, the fact that um, it's the element of water, which is motion without resistance. It's the gateway of all hidden things to be made, to be brought forward to you in consciousness. And so you end up from this moon with the gift of interpretation, and you get, then you'll continue to manipulate and scheme and... Um, and uh, strategize rather than to receive. The whole deal, I don't even know where I read this. I read so many different things. But the whole thing that I read is that at the beginning of this year, when you really, you know, a lot of it's from your information, but it's like you look at your mind and you see what needs to be changed. And it's like, and it's change or you will be changed. It's Mm -hmm. like there's no way around it. Um, and the whole yeah. movement thing, like what you were describing is that, you know, like in feng shui, we look at what nurtures and what uh, causes destruction. And, you know, wood does hold, the vessel does hold water. And the whole thing is, so here we have this great opportunity to really look at our life. What needs to be changed? What, where do I need movement? Where am I stuck? Where is my life, like, you know, with my, my values and morals or my thinking outmoded? You know, what, what needs to change? And it's like, you will either move or you'll be moved. It's like, you know, it's just like right. water will come in and, you know, I mean, and Capricorn, I always am amazed when I think back to when I taught in Alaska twice and I would look at these mountain goats up on the top of these glaciers and you think, how in the heck did they get up there? But it's just mm. the way it is. They, there's, there's persistence and perseverance and, you know, I will, I will get there. And so it just feels to me like, you know, like what I read is that like the January 1st new moon, it's not going to happen for another 29 or 30 years. It was so auspicious starting off the, the I know. I love that article you posted. Oh. I, uh, yeah, I don't even remember where it came my moon students. Yeah, I mean, I forget. I mean, I have so many different people that email me things, and I, I normally try and give credit, but I remember that one I didn't give credit. It was like it just came in and I posted it. But, um, but it really is a magnificent time to yeah. to really get up on your horse and run. Like I love that this mm-hmm. is the year of the horse, you know. And you know, you look at you're you're Sagittarius. You're half half horse, half woman. You know, it's like Sagittarius love to have fun and they get going with it. But it's like. The way you describe Venus, it's like, okay, we can have fun, but it's really more fun in, like, getting clear at the beginning yeah. of the year how we, how we want it to look. Right. And since the paradigm of structure is completely changing under the umbrella of Capricorn, because Pluto is going to be in there until 2043, we have to figure out with Venus sitting in there, How can Venus contribute to the new paradigm for structure, which is not going to be in the old Capricorn stodgy way? It's going to be very different. One of the things I added in this moon book, which is really fabulous for any listeners, you want to turn to page 24, you're going to see there's trigger points here. There's things about this full moon in Cancer. Now, Cancer holds on. They're like security. Um, But you'll see 
you'll see the words of the trigger points for cancer wanting to hold on. And cancer is all about, the cancer moon is all about letting go of what you're holding on to. So what you have to look at is blame. Who do you blame? Those are trigger points for cancer release. Attachment to things, attachment emotionally to the past, self-pity, and broken promises. Those are things that you will be working on to release during this cancer uh, full moon because cancer full, um, all full moons bring out the negative traits of the, of the sign that they're in and in so doing, they, those aspects come forward. Now, not everybody's going to look at blame, but you may have some emotional attachment to the past that you've been dragging around for centuries, and it's time to release it. Or you may have self-pity, which are those are some negative cancer traits. Or you may have attachment to things. You know, I mean, I know my mom was a cancer, and my dad used to see you, you know, yell at her because she still had her riding boots from when she was in the third grade. <laughs> it's like, get rid of those damn riding boots. She couldn't attach from them. Detach from them. So, so you want to look at now all of these things can be to look at and see if you want to release them or become aware of when they hold you too tight and create too much resistance in your life, you might want to see if any of these trigger points come up for you during this Cancer Moon and allow it to help you clear your slate for freedom. Yeah. This is on January 15th is when we're going to have the full moon in Cancer. Yeah. And so... The big deal, I think, this year more than ever, I don't know, I've just been getting it for almost two months now, is meditation, meditation, Mm. meditation. With the intensity of what's happening with the astrology and everything else, it's like you have to go inside and get quiet in order to integrate everything that's happening so quickly. And I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, and it's like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have roller skates on, you know. I mean, Saturday yeah. I, I taught the vision board class, and then um, from 10 until 12.30, 12.45, I started doing readings, and I finished at 6. This was a, a place, you know, Holistic Journeys that sponsored me, which was fabulous. But then I got out of there, did the usual St. Louis groceries. I mean, I was in Illinois, but, you know, everyone was rushing to the grocery store because we really did get 10 to 12 snow and we're still paralyzed i mean schools are closed there's only one lane open on highways it's just wild because as soon as it's been sub-zero it's been like five below and all i can think of is i have food i have books i have music uh-huh. i have my journals i'm happy <laughs> i have a I don't. I, mean, I just watched the mailman, and I'm like, I'm surprised you even are like, you know, here. But here they are through through everything, and so I I just think it's been pretty auspicious to, you know. But but it's like I look at my calendar, and I I don't think I've ever had such a busy January. And um, well, that's good. But see, you have to realize that this year is ruled by the chariot card in the tarot, and the chariot is victory through action. Right. 
So right. and the other card that adds up to to the seven is the tower card. So if you don't jump in your chariot like you've been doing, you've been experience victory in your life through action and allowing yourself that the power of action which keeps you from being attached. Right. So, and the people that are going to be in resistance are going to get tower card experiences, which will be unexpected events that are set up by the universe because you're not taking action. You're stuck in the ivory tower um, with a lot of false authority systems and you're not letting them go, so the universe is going to create these unexpected events to make you get in your chariot, you know, to forge forward to the next level on the Monopoly board. And there's this coming year, there are so many levels of the Monopoly board coming. You want to be able to have that chariot outside ready to go at all times. Otherwise, you will miss opportunities. So the whole thing is ready, willing, and able. And, you know, I I have my ascension mantra that I learned many years ago, and I use it every day. I am here. I am open. I am ready. Guide me. I'll repeat it. I am here. I know. It's four sentences. I am here. I am open. I am ready. Guide me. And it's like if you just, you know, it's four little statements to the universe. Okay, I'm here. I'm yeah. open, I'm ready, guide me. And it's like, okay, here we go, boom. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It's just a that fabulous time beautiful. to be on the planet. Isn't it sweet? It's like, you know, ah. that I brought to an expo years ago, which, um, you know, I'm doing well, the 28th. Well, that's really some, something people should write those in red lipstick on their mirror where they get dressed <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, yeah I just started. And dress so you can take up. You know, that is the whole purpose of this year, is to be guided to a new level. Right, and I'm ready. Yeah, someone on Facebook said, uh, she has this local radio show, and she says, what is your one word that you're embracing, one word for 2014, if you were to say this is it? You know what I just put? Yes. That's a good one. That's perfect. I thought, you know what? Yes. Yes. Well, that will let you avoid any tower card experiences. So, yeah. I've done enough tower cards. We both know what I've been in the Phoenix rising from the ashes. Here she comes again. <laughs> yeah. Like, but but listen, we have some people who would love readings, and here's how we're going to do it. Um, I know we, you're if you if you haven't already pushed one. Um, and pound or one star on your phone um, to let my producer know that you would like a reading, please do so now. And we do ask that you only ask one question. And I know it's hard and it's an exciting time when you have both of us here. So um, so we would ask you to narrow your question to just one question so that we can help as many people as possible. And um, we are going to start in Dallas, Texas with Mary. I think it's hey, Mary. Hi, Mary. What's your question? It's actually an A-R-Y. I, my producer cut the first letter off. So it, maybe it's oh. Carrie or... Carrie. Well, should we move on? We don't want to spend too much yeah. time here. Okay, we're going to go to... Thomasville. Oh, I'm sorry, are you there? Okay. Um, we're going to go to Melvin in Georgia. Melvin, mm-hmm. are you there? I wonder if my what producer... What is your question? 
Okay, so does um, Nate have the mute button on by any chance? Yeah, Nate, we're not hearing anyone. I'm going to send him a text. Um, the next one after Melvin from Georgia will be Carla from Florida. So I am Nate. We, you know, we're here. Hello? And we're Oh, here. Hi. With whom oh, are we hi. speaking? This is Carla. Oh, hi, Carla. Carla, what's your question? I was wondering what you foresee for um, coming for my career. I work for myself. Do you see it picking up or anything? The energy around Carla's career in 2014. Wow. Total victory. Good. Yeah, you got the chariot card. It says you're... You're um you're on the move towards victory. You're you're going full speed ahead, and I would expect tremendous exa- advancement and success. Good, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Carla, you did your work recently. Like it's almost like everything Beatrix is talking about, you have already done. You looked at your thoughts, you looked at your beliefs, and you've moved into unconditional love and acceptance of yourself, and you love what you're doing. And when you switched that switch onto, okay, it's all up to me and how I choose to look at this and how I, you know, your whole mindset changed around this. And mm-hmm. you know, you're you're poised like Beatrix was talking about. You leave the chariot, don't even park it in the garage because you need to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. You are definitely going, girl. <laughs> Foot's on the gas and enjoy every minute. Oh, great. Thank you. Mm, you're welcome. Perfect. Happy New Year. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. So, Nate, do we have um, another? Uh, Melvin, are you there or Mary? Yes, I'm here. This is oh, Melvin. Oh, hi, Melvin. Great. Okay. Yes. Thank you for your patience. And what is your question this evening? Yes, uh, my question is... Uh, uh, do you see any romance coming into my life uh, anytime soon? Mm. Romance for Melvin. <gasps> I've got the lover's card here for you. I would say oh. definitely. Definitely yeah. you are. I'm surprised you're not already in a romantic relationship. No. But if you're not, there's one coming. It's very close to you and it's very balanced between the masculine and the feminine and heaven and earth it's got a lot of passion and a lot of power from spirit okay she's healthy she, yeah she's going to be a very spiritual girl um she will understand your your intrigue um being intrigued by astrology she you're just gonna you two will never have a loss for words it's very sweet Mm-hmm. Well, this is do your year her? there, Melvin. Yes, do I know her? Well, that's what I was saying. I feel like the person so close to you, you may know her. Wow. You have to be wide awake and look at everything with new eyes this year. Yeah. Is there a time frame when we're supposed to bump heads here? Right in, right now, kiddo. I mean, yeah. it's wow. so close to you. That's you close? Can, it could happen by, you know, tomorrow or even this evening. Yeah. You have change swirling all around you. You've got the, the pleasure card that you're going to say, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I called in and talked to Beatrix on Sunday. Because that's how fast this can happen. It's way fast. Yeah. yeah. So, I've been so don't, waiting for a long time. Well, you deserve it then. You certainly yes, do. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, well, enjoy for all of us. 
be a beacon okay. and beacon of light for all of us. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're Thank very you. welcome. Okay, Nate, do we have um, uh, anyone else that at this time that would like a reading? If you do, you just have to push one uh, pound on your phone. So, Beatrix, until we find out uh, if we have anyone this, else. This is Anne. Hey, I've got oh, Anne from St. Louis. Oh, okay. Hello, Anne, are you there? Hi, Cindy. Hi, Beatrix. Hi, Anne. Um, I'm working on the writing project that we talked about. But right now I need to generate some income going, and right now the job I have isn't really doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know which direction to go to get the money coming in that I need to come in to hold me over until this writing project does take off. Okay, so good. Let's see. I mean, I've been working on my uh, – doing some reading on developing my intuition in that, and I good. don't know if that's I don't know if that's the direction I should go in or if it's something else. Let me look. Let me just look at you getting some seed money for your projects right now and what that might look like for you. The first thing that comes up is it looks like you're building a force field of stress related to the idea of not having money. And you've got to shake that. You gotta shake it because once we get stuck in our root chakra survival money issues, our our creativity gets blocked, and then we follow along with the herd and we lose track of our individual connection to the law of abundance. So, what I would do if I were you is. I would write, um, go through your checkbook and find a check that the numbers of the check, you know how you have check numbers on your check up on the right Uh Find one that adds up to eight. Okay. Okay, and rip it out of your checkbook and write yourself a check. Okay. Okay. Um, You know, $10,000, $15,000, $20,000, whatever it is that will jump you out of survival into um, the world of abundance and creativity. It will get you out of the mindset that's out there that there's no money around when there's plenty of it. So then what I want you to do is I want you to put that check, I want you to sign it from the law of abundance. Okay. Sign it from the law of abundance? Yes. Yes. Instead of using your name, you're going to sign it. Law of abundance is is writing you this check. Yes. Okay. And then put it in a red envelope. And either put it on your desk or in a power position. Um, The money corner is a really good place to put it as well in your home, which is the farthest left-hand corner from the front door. But and then maybe put a crystal over it, or a, you know, alive something alive like some citrine um, crystal, and then actually just leave it there to bake in the law of abundance, and and then watch your opportunities come by. Because right now, with the entrapment of 
uh, of the limitations that you're feeling related to money, I don't. You could start locking the abundance door and it'll work against you rather than for you. So this will break that pattern and move you into, you know, allowing yourself the privilege of living an abundant life. And it's available to you by using this technique. There was one more thing I had. Well, I started a gratitude journal, and I did a healing. Good. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you're on the right track. You know, the biggest thing is, you know, when we get into resistance, which, you know, is what Beatrix talked about at the beginning, like with this much energy, if we resist uh, in any way, and the cards that I drew on you are that you're mastering with the art of relationship. I mean, you're starting with the with the project that you have, that's working, but there's a feeling of it's not fair or a feeling of, you know, being a little bit betrayed by it shouldn't be this hard, why is it so hard, and all of those are the things that will hold us back and hold us stymied. So it, it's like mm-hmm. even when the good wants to get in, if we have any kind of, you know, thoughts of regret, resentment, why is it why is it easier for other people and not for me, any of that will block the fertility and the flow of the good that wants to come. So acting as if and writing yourself that check is saying, you know what, I deserve this and more and I'm so willing to receive it. You know, Esther and Jerry Hicks wrote The Law of Attraction and then what they realized is that a lot of times people can manifest things but they don't know how to hold on to it. They've done studies on people who win the lottery and then they, you know, somehow lose the money because they don't know how to receive it. So then they wrote that that other book, The Deliberate Art of Allowing. So that's the word that I see around you, Anne, is for 2014, allowing good things to happen, allowing it to be easy, allowing things to flow. Okay. So hopefully that will be helpful for you. I think it's going to work. I really do. I got the star. You got golden opportunities all around you. Oh, by the way, (laughs) I think on the 12th, that's funny, I said there's something else I need to tell this lady. Um. I think it's around the, between the 9th and the 12th, the 9th and the 14th of this month, um, Sirius, the dog star, is going to be coupled with uh, Jupiter, the, the, the planet of abundance. And they're going, it's going to be retranslating light down on the planet. And this is going to bring about a lot of gold for a lot of people. So that's why I want you to write yourself this check before that date so that you have, you know, you you have your course set for you to be on the abundant train. Okay, but I, I know it's taking too long, but is there – I understand what you're telling me to, set, to do, and I, I don't mind doing that. I will do it. But what can I do besides that that will be bringing money in right now? Well, do that and then go go um, walk around your neighborhood. You need, like, to get a job job, right? Well, I have one, but it doesn't pay me hardly anything. And Okay, so get on the computer. Look around. Get on, you know, go look on LinkedIn. See who's hiring. Do what you yeah. can do to get, you know, triple, quadruple what you're making already now at a job job. It's available to you. Yeah, and take your left hand and put it out. Like, just put it out and say, I'm willing to receive. I'm just willing to receive. And um, 
so many people right before they hit the mother load, it's like it gets dark a little bit and they almost lose hope. But it's like everything is golden around you. So you just need to get through this passage. You just need to get through this passage. So, And I'm teaching a Reiki class in St. Louis this Saturday. I'm teaching the full moon um, uh, meditation next Monday in St. Louis, next Wednesday in Illinois. There's a, just there's so many things. Just look in Spirit Seeker. There's a lot of free things this year and you know, just classes that don't cost that much that are really good investments. You know, if you want your psychic intuition to open, I recommend Reiki to everyone. It's one of the fastest ways to open the channel. So um, so if you're interested in any of that, shoot me an email to uh, info at spiritseeker.com, and I'll be happy to send you information. But you're on the right track, Anne. You wouldn't even be calling in if you if your soul was not ready for movement. Oh, I'm so ready for movement. <laughs> Well, thank you for calling, and, and happy 2014. You know, thank just you. Just stay positive with the energy. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. Um, so, Beatrix, we have a few more moments. So what other words of wisdom? And I just, I just want to thank you. I, you know, because I know you've been like so concerned with your brother and everything. And I thought, gosh, I hope she's able to join us. So I really want to thank you because I know how it is to have a family member like at that point. And you know, I just kept sending you love and light and Reiki. Mm-hmm. And, so I I'm just very glad. Me and I, I gave all that prayer out to, to Frank, and I hope he's doing better. Thank he you. Is. Yeah, he's doing much better. Thanks. Isn't it amazing? Like when I was in Morocco this summer and I fell and I knew, I knew I did a number on that knee. I fell right on the knee I'd fractured before. And people from all over, just from Facebook, sent prayers and healing and energy. And I'll tell you what, I was fine. And it's all to do with the collective mind. It's fascinating what we can do when we all tap in. Yes. Did you guys want to finish did you guys want to finish up a few more, or do you guys want to call? Yeah, oh, I, oh, sure. I didn't know we had any more people okay. online. Yeah, I've, got, I've got like four, four, four more. So okay, well, uh, if you'll email me, who, who are we going to next? Let's go to Mimi in St. Louis. Okay, perfect. Hello, Hi, Mimi. Hi. What's um, your question? I, my question is: I am researching and preparing a large presentation that I'm going to be doing the end of March. Uh-huh. And I'm looking for um, advice, suggestions on how on that preparation and how that may turn into a job offer or future um, larger money for me. There is a lot of money coming from this presentation. Yeah, and it's love money. It's like the you're going to love doing what you're doing, and they're going to love you. They're going to love to pay you, and you're going to love to receive their money. Great. A major healing process for you to do this, whatever this presentation is, and it's going to put you in the exact most sweetest way of making money that you ever knew. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, the the other thing is that you have done some healing work, you're saying, with your, your feelings and emotions, and this has contributed to this doorway that's opening. And I just see you being outside a lot this year, looking up at the sky, looking up at everything, and just saying, oh, my gosh, pinch me, is this real? And it is very real, but you're going to be spending a, a much more time, it feels like, with some kind of balance with what you're doing with nature. Traveling, traveling internationally, locally, anything like that. Yeah. 
you know, there's lots of movement. Well, that's another question, honey. Is there other people online? That's yes, fine. Please. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, but Mimi, you're on, you're on it. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Thanks, ladies. Okay. okay, thank you. Nate, who are we going to next? Finish up uh, St. Louis. We're going to go to Pat. Pat. Pat, Pat in St. Louis. Louis. I just wanted to say that I really, really appreciated this call tonight. It was fabulous. And um, I've been doing, I had a lot of go on in my life the last couple of years. But last year, 2013, I released a lot of things, and I'm ready to go forward and actually do what I've been wanting to do. So I'm just wondering if you two see that everything's cool and it'll go forward in a good way. I see tremendous breakthroughs continuing for you in 2014. And um, you've learned many lessons, and they will apply to your life, and you'll be moving um, into more and more um, avenues where you can share your knowledge and feel good about who you are. All right, yeah, thank the, you so much. The two words around you are peace and creativity. And so you've, you've created this whole energy field of peace out of chaos, shall we say, and the whole thing now is to use this whole energy and creativity, and um, I think Beatrix is right on with, you've been through it, and you're, you're moving in a good direction for 2014. All good. Uh, Thank you so much. Girl. <laughs> uh, I'm giving all you a right. Okay, well, thank you, and enjoy your 2014. It's all good. Okay, so, Nate, do we have anyone one else, or are we complete? We oh, okay. One, one last one. This one more, Elizabeth. and i got to go. Okay. And San Diego, is? California, Mary Elizabeth. Okay. Okay. Cool, we got a San Diego person. Yeah. Your name? Hi, it's Mar- hi, it's Mary Elizabeth. Oh, Mary Elizabeth, hi, honey. Hi. What's your question? So so I was hoping for some clarity because I picked the crone card today and uh-huh. it just talked about, you know, going inside and being quiet and you're talking all about the chariot card and being an action. So I just would like some clarity. Well, I would say, you know, I don't know what, what umbrella you were asking when you pulled the crone, but the crone is a whole lot of knowledge. The card that I pull for you is the exact opposite of the crone. It's the young child who's opening to abundance. Wow. So what I would say for clarity is that you're opening yourself to a whole new level of abundance where you will be sharing your knowledge. Okay. And um, uh, there's new opportunities coming to land in your lap. And um, and the crone just gives you the knowledge that you have that can do that. But this is a this is a young project and a young activity that I don't see any croneness around here at all. So okay, <laughs> I think the the croning probably was all part of you reinventing yourself with, you know, I pulled the death and rebirth card. And oftentimes when we're, you know, when Beatrix was talking about the Scorpio energy and, you know, what needs to die, what needs to go, what needs to stay, oftentimes we do a life review without realizing it. And so the crone would show up as the wise woman showing you what to let go of and what to embrace. And, you know, children, you know, children fell down, they get hurt, they pick themselves up all better now and away they go. 
you know. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like using your crone wisdom to work with death and rebirth and creativity, which is the childlike innocence of life. So just, yeah, I think it's all good. Beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yay, that pot of gold yeah. to you, okay. Mary Elizabeth. Yeah, the pot of gold is coming to many. Yeah, those that, those that flow and those that change and those that move and those that keep doing the work that is making the world a better place. So, Beatrix, thank you so much. And this was my guest. Oh, you're Beatrix. welcome. You can find more information about her beautiful jewelry and her books that she publishes and the moon book that she publishes, etc., at Beatrix.com, which is B-E-A-T-R-E-X.com. Everything's there. And Spirit Seeker Magazine is SpiritSeeker.com, who is the sponsor of the show. So we thank everyone. Happy New Year. And I'll be back again next week with um, Liz Dawn, who is the creator of Celebrate Your Life, and I will have as my additional guest, who will I have? I have the wrong magazine here. Um, Cindy, good night, love. I, I don't remember. Don't disappointment. Okay, good night, bye. everyone. Okay, bye. Stop.